the idea that came into my mind is what we call the parable of the three talents. A man was traveling, and when the man was traveling, caught three workers. He gave one five talents. In, in our times, five talents, two talents, and one talent. Three. He gave them five talents, three talents, one talent. In some aspects, the talent is in the form of gold. And those that gold is, is like somebody giving you 500,000 pounds, 200,000 pounds, and 100,000 pounds. And he said, take this money, I'm leaving, but I'll come back. And when I come back, you all have to account what you use the money for. The one that took, you can see the three of them, and that is the man. The one that took one, two, three, four, five, as the last one is given to him, he went and he says that he went and invested it. He placed value on it and had five more. The one that had three, he went, did something with it and had three more. The one that had one, he went and he said, I'm afraid of my master. I'm afraid of things around me. He dug, put the one in there. So when the master came, he called all of them together. And he said, what did you use? with the one that I gave you. The one with five said, this is what I did, I invested it, I have five more. You look at him, he said, that is what I'm looking for. The one with three said, I have three more, I've added it to it, so he gave me three, but in my hands it's six. This is it, and he said, fantastic. And the one with one, he said, what did you do with it? He said, I didn't do anything with it. Here is the one, take it. And he was very angry. What can we learn from this story as I begin to go? I talk on step up. In this story, we see two kind of people who are above average. They are the people who stepped up and people who are below average. And this is what I mean by step up as I start. We all have a gift. Just like I narrated that story with you. That means everybody in this room have a gift. Every one of us have a dream. Even this, the children in our midst, if you ask them, what do you want? Daddy, I want to be a pilot. That every child wants to be something. The problem is when we are growing up, the system can choke you and then that thing dies. But every one of us have a dream. Every one of us have a gift. Every one of us have a talent. There is something I can do that you cannot do. You see that can sow. If you put that thing before me, that will be 20 years. You don't, I will massacre that, that, that growth. Every one of us have a gift. That's the truth. Every one of us have a gift. The world steals our gift from us. And that's why we need times like this to sit down, to recoup and gather ourselves. Everyone have a talent. Everyone, like, like the man did, everyone have something. A second thing that you find is that we all have something. It's not equal. Some have five levels of talent. Some, have, some talents are five. Some talents are three. But some talents are one. But not a single person in this room will say he doesn't have anything. You have something. Maybe you are failing to recognize it. And as we go through it, just begin to think and begin to activate certain things in your mind. You will know what thing that you carry. Because in that story, you find out that not, he didn't say you are not capable of doing anything, so just go. At least you have one. We all don't have equal gifts and equal talents. Somebody's talent is bigger than me. And that's why you don't have to be comparing yourself to people. That's why you don't have to compare yourself to people. You only have to compare yourself to yourself. Some have five, some have three, some have one. 
Even though we may all not have equal gifts or talents, but no matter the size of, of what we carry, we can all maximize and we can all step up. Basically, that's it. That's what I mean by step up. No matter what we carry, the one who had five was able to multiply it and have five and have ten. The one who had three did not get ten, but he had six. The one who had one made a mistake. He could have gotten two, but he made a mistake. And that is what we mean by below average. That's what we mean step up. So in that story, there are three kinds of people and uh, two made, did something. The key to maximize what we carry will be as a result of the dreams we have. What dreams do you have? <coughs> you need to write your dreams down and I, I'll talk more about dreams. What dreams do you have? What big dreams? You, have, you must have dreams that are bigger than you. Excuse me to say, some of us have lousy dreams. I met a guy asking, what dream do you have? He said, I just <coughs> want to make money and pay off these bills. And I know that there's a dream, but that's a lousy dream. Because if you just want to pay bills, then that's a lousy dream. You have to have something beyond just paying bills. You must have something that is bigger than you. Thank God for bills. But then there's something that's bigger than us that we must seek to achieve. The highest level of success is the level of investment. So you find out that the person who had five invested it. Now we're talking about it. The highest level of success is not employer, employment. The highest level of success is, is investment. If you see people who are working in the investment market, they are shoomed up there. And five, ten years from today, you have to be doing something that will invest certain things in different places. Invest in people. What I'm doing here, 20 years from now, you may see me and bless me because it can transform your life. And that is investment. The highest level that you can do is to invest in people. What will make a difference in the life are the choices that we make. The two made a choice to invest. The one made a choice to bury. What choices are we making? Because your choices will lead you to your destiny. The decisions we make today is what we're going to determine our destiny tomorrow. You may not be able to change your destination in just a day, but there is something that you can do. You can change your direction. You can change your direction. You can change your direction in just a day. And if that guy would have just changed the direction of going just left and say, I will go right, he would have had something to present. So the choices you are making currently in your life is key to where it will land you. Your, de your decisions decide your destiny. If you decide to stay on that thing that is not taking you anywhere, then your destiny is going to be a destination of nothing. Even though you can't change that destination because it's big, but you can change the direction. And if we pick a different direction, it's going to be something very good. Let's look at that man. The third man is what I'm going to focus on. So in this season, we're going to learn how to be like the two and also how to avoid being like the third person. And that's why that is my premise. Um, uh, if it is in academic field, that's what I'll say. That's my premise that I'm going to stand on to build whatever I'm going to build today. So carry on that, that, that story in your mind. That's why I showed you a picture because pictures really sticks with, with us more than words. He's the epitome of average. He's the epitome of average. The third person is the epitome of average. We all carry something. But if we don't do something with what we have, we will all become average. All become average. And I'll share seven things with you that, that will blow your mind. He did not have any dreams. Or if he had dreams, he did not put his dreams to test. You cannot rise above average without dreams. You can live a bit for a while without water. 
you can live a bit for without food. But the man who have no dreams is is just dead. He's waiting to make it official. Yes. And many people are dead. They are just waiting to make it official. That is it. Many people are walking dead. They are just waiting to make it official. But you can come back to life again. And that's why it's an opportunity as we meet in a place like this, just for two hours of your time uh, as you move forward in your day. I'm looking at my time so I don't overgrow my body. He buried his talent. He buried his talent. And when I saw the word buried, it brought something scary into my mind. What do you think? I call it the wealthiest place. The wealthiest place. A man that I love very much. His name is Miles Monroe. He's dead, but I'm here talking about him because he did not bury his talent. He said, My purpose is to go to the graveyard and disappoint the cemetery. <laughs> I don't know what, you, what yours is. The wealthiest place is not Obama's palace. The wealthiest place is not where the queen lives. The wealthiest place is not Martin. Today, if you meet anybody, they are just looking at, they want to get to the celebrity world. That is not the wealthiest place. The wealthiest place is here. The graveyard. The cemetery. Why? Because it includes people who had a song, but they never sang the song. It includes people who could have gotten some degrees. And imagine if Maxuba Zuckerberg died without doing Facebook. He would have gone to the wealthiest place. He would have made the graveyard very well. Life is the greatest gift you can ever have. And now that you have life, you also have to make a decision to disappoint the cemetery. Don't take what you carry to the grave. Because here, you find Mr. A, Mr. B, on their tombs are reaching average people. That if you truly know what they could have achieved, you pray that they didn't die. This is the worthiest place. So stop looking at number 10. The wisest man that ever lived is called Solomon up to today. He made a statement I've never forgotten. I'll keep saying it. He says, love food rolls more than you love party. Hmm? Yes. I'm say mm. Because if you look at if you look at our system, it is love party more than you go to funeral. People like to party. You drink your life out. They say they are killing time. That is average lifestyle. But anytime, I don't know when the last time you went to a funeral. I went to a funeral in Milton Kent. And I went to look at the, coffee, the, 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 the dead body. Tell the truth. As I stood there, even if, excuse me to say, you are a dump, you look at that, it tells you one day it will be you there. <laughs> you come back, your mind begins to think. You come back, your mind begins to think. Because this is the wealthiest place. You can be there. When, it is, when your breath is taken away, it is over. It is over. So what are you doing with what you have? It's not good enough to have a certificate. It's not good to have a degree. The man, you can look at what he gave him. He gave him a certificate. He gave him a degree. But he did not do anything with that degree. He just came back and said, this is what I had. And he said, that is, that is the lower. That's average. Take him out and slam him somewhere. I don't need people like that. I cannot, I can't be a partner with you. But those who had five and, and six, he said, you can, you and I can now partner now. And let's expand. 
So even though this is not the best scenario for us to, I just want to move from here anyway. But it's not the best place for us to look at. Because we all don't want to. But it's good at a point to just take one minute of your time and say, one day you'll be gone. One day I will be gone. Give me 1900 years. Life is not worth living if I'm not doing much with what I have and what I want to do. Looking at that story as well, I'm going to define to you what average is. Therefore, average is what failures claim to be when their family and friend ask them, why are you not more successful? Oh, I don't have enough. Oh, I couldn't do this. Oh, there is a limitation. Oh, there is a problem. Oh, I'm afraid. Oh, I am in fear. Oh, I don't know what I have. That is how average people sounds like. Average is what failures claim to be. The guy claimed that I'm afraid of you so I couldn't do anything. And even though it might be good enough excuse on the world system, it is not a good enough excuse for the one who has given you this gift. The one is not good enough excuse after the university has given you a certificate and keep going round in circles. It's not good enough excuse to say that you have limitations. There are so many reasons why I shouldn't stand here before you this morning. If my wife were here, you tell me, for the last two days, at least I would say for the last three months, as I harbor this in my spirit, I will be restless until I finish. So I can pack up, get it out, the whole of last night, whenever I'm going to do a seminar like this, I don't sleep. I don't sleep. I can't sleep. I stay in my office for the whole day. You met me yesterday. They don't matter. I couldn't go to work. I had to take. I can't. This is more important to me than one job. Because I want my life to get in there. I want to empty myself before I leave. I don't know about you. That's what I feel. That's what I believe is expectation of you over you. Second, Alfred is lacking the gas to take stand on life. He lacks the gas to take stand. Always giving excuses. Always one excuses on the other. There's a reason why you shouldn't, wouldn't, couldn't do something. There's always a reason. And average people allow that to affect their lives. Three, average. Being average is to take space with no purpose. Take space with no purpose. Have you seen, have you worked with somebody, have you lived with somebody, you know, there's a lady in my, in my work who was telling me about somebody who tried to house in her home. This person eats her food, is around a 35, 40 year old woman, eat her food, use soup, soap, and even as a matter of fact, when he buys something and he wants to hide it, this person will go and locate it and, and chop and, and just enjoy everything. But she won't go for, she won't she won't find a job, she won't do anything, she just stays home, sleep, talk on phone, sleep at the point. He said, I wanted to do something good for this lady, but I want to take this person out of my house. And that's how average people do. They take up space with no purpose. Purpose is your reason for living. If you are living and you are not fulfilling your main reason, which we normally call your primary purpose, then you are taking space. Average is to return no interest for God's investment in you. God has given you something. The man was living, he gave each and every one of us here Look at yourself in that scenario because that is us. It's not somebody, it's not that man. Now it's you and I. We have a gift. We have a talent. You have a certificate. You have this, you have that. You have a mind to think. It is 
When you when one day you return and you have no investment, God's gift to man is life. Your gift to God is what you do with the life that He gives you. It's a key word. God's gift to you is life. By your gift to God. And that's why I pity those that say that, oh, there is no God. Come on, God have mercy. I define, allow me to say this. I define the essence of God as the sound of breathing. The real name of this God is YV. It's YHVH. And that's the sound of breathing. Try to pronounce YHVH. Y-H-V-H. You cannot pronounce it in the English syllable. Y-H. You still want to try. Y is transferred to mean Jehovah or Yahweh. But in the Hebrew translation, the original name of this God that's giving you gift is Y-H-V-H. It's the name that cannot be pronounced, but it's the sound of breathing. When you see one of your children sleep, today, if you are a spouse here, let one sleep, don't sleep. And, and listen to how he breathes. He breathes like this. Y-H-V-H-Y-H-V-H As a sound of breathing. In other words, even when you are asleep, you are mentioning the name of God. And He's giving you a gift. And He will ask you, what did you do? So His gift to you is breathe. Your gift to Him is what you do. So you can tell me, until you stop breathing, there is something that call God. And no matter what you do, as long as you breathe, you call His name. So better have knowledge. Being average to pass one's life away with time, rather than to pass one's time away with life. Like I said, some people are official, some people are dead. They are just waiting to waiting to make it official. And some may be staying here, you will know what I'm talking about. Some people are dead, just waiting to make it official. And I'll show you some average statistics. To be average is to be forgotten once you pass from this life. There are some people who don't remember. Now I'm standing here talking about Miles Moreau, who is dead and gone. You may know Martin Luther King, but where is he now? Some people have come and they have changed the world. You also may not change the world in a big way, but you can change the world in a small way. They change the world in a five-level way. Some change the world in a three-level way. Some change the world in a one-level way. But the key thing is that every one of us have something to change the world with. If I mention Nelson Mandela, you know him. Why? Because he changed the world. Now, you may not be him, but you can also change somebody's life. With this, I will never die. I will never die. 20 years, my, one of my vision is that my children will enter into a room and which is full of their father's book and I'm gone and it is inspiring them to also change their next generation. With this, I will never die. But imagine I have not gone the next level of doing what I've been called to do. I will die and only when you, after, after three months, at your, at your burial, they will cry, weep, but after that, everybody will forget you. That's the truth. We all go to funeral, and you know, when I went to the last funeral, everybody was crying. We, take the, we took the, um, the body to the cemetery. And I observed so many things. When I go to places like that, I don't just say, look at that. Some people come there to cry, some come there to have boyfriends and girlfriends. <laughs> but 
I went there and I was looking at everything. When we went, we dropped the woman six feet under the ground. And of the about three to five hundred people that were there, all of us went away. Somebody in our car forgot her phone by the graveyard, so we had to go back there again. <laughs> then we went there, it was raining, and I observed something. I looked, I went, and when they were searching for the, when they were searching for the phone, I just went to stand, because it was only three people there who were now going to put the sand in there. So I just went and I stood there, and they were just walking around, checking their stuff. I said, God, so of all the three, five hundred people that came, right now, she's the only person who is in that. And if she's not done anything, even her husband will marry and forget. Average is you'll be forgotten once you pass from there. But you don't have to. Because you are here to make a difference. As a man does say, the successful are remembered for their contributions. Even the failures are remembered because they tried. But the average. The silent majority is just forgotten. Either be successful or die trying. I just want to ask some others on ask on ask you. How do you feel about yourself? Rate yourself on a scale of one to ten. How do you feel about yourself? I mean your mental attitude. How do you feel about your health? How do you feel about your physical appearance? The thing that you think you are doing now, in the next 30 years, can you continue to do them? Let's be realistic. On a scale of 1 to 10, the thing that you think you are doing from 9 to 5, 9 to 6, 9 to 7, day in, day out. I don't know about you, but I can't continue to do some of this stuff. I can continue to do this for the rest of my life. But there are some things I cannot continue. And I'm working hard to do this for the rest of my life. I don't know about you. What, what you do, can you do it for the next 30 years? Your job. Does it motivate you? Does it inspire you? Or does it drain you? He's laughing. We're looking at a research that shows that people who have heart attacks, <coughs> over 70-80% is on a Monday morning. And why Monday morning, not Wednesday or Friday? <laughs> because <laughs> because after the weekend, when you are sleeping on a Monday morning, you say, God, I'm going back to that hole again. <laughs> the job that we do, does it, does it inspire you? Does it empower you? Or does it drain you? <coughs> what kind of contribution are you making? What kind of contribution are we making to our generation? You contribute something or you are not contributing anything?